I hope you're ready for it. Will Smith is finally talking about the rumors and all the drama from Jada's book. We have Suzanne Summers' final moments, some casting news from Real Housewives of Orange County, and Tom Sandoval getting in a fight with Nick Vile, and it's getting juicy. Let's get into it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TV tea, surf fresh three times a week. Now, let's dive in. What up? Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. We also just got breaking news. We just got the Salt Lake City trailer. So I will actually top the show off with talking about the Salt Lake City trailer. Then we'll get into all the other teaks. There's a lot to break down. And welcome. It is Tuesday. We have never released an episode on a Tuesday. But guess what? No Filter is now a daily show. So you can stream it live every morning, Monday through Thursday. All throughout the week, Monday through Thursday, you can stream it live on YouTube at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, because that's the three-hour time difference. So 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern, in the morning, top of the morning, do ya? So Monday through Thursday, and if you sign up for No Filter Plus, which is on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can sign up for No Filter Plus. $2.99 a month, and you get a bonus Friday episode. And that's the uncensored episode. That's where we get into all the nitty-gritty, all the dirty, where I'm like, oh, my God, I went to the House of Villains premiere, and you'll never guess who I saw Jax with in the bathroom. I didn't see anybody with Jax in the bathroom, but I'm just saying. That's where you'll get a lot of the scoop. You'll get a lot more of my personal life, my dating life, maybe my sex life. Who knows? Um Listen, life's been good lately, and I have a lot of updates that I can't wait to share with you, and you'll get them on No Filter Plus every Friday on Apple Podcasts. Okay, so let's dive into all of the tea, shall we? Oh, what are we breaking? Well, okay, let's let's touch on a, a few tidbits of tea, shall we? Ken Jong, who you know from The Masked Singer with Jenny McCarthy Welberg. You know I love me some Jenny McCarthy Welberg. Um dear friend of mine, Ken landed himself a daytime talk show. So it looks like, you know, things with the mass singer seem to be doing well and people really like him. So congrats to Ken. It's set to premiere next year. Sherry Shepard just got her show. I think it's the same producers that are doing her show that are now doing Ken's show. So get a can, get a, get a can to the front, to the right, to the back boy. It's your night. I know he thinks you're fun and stuff, but does he know how to wind you up? We also got our first teaser for the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Roni Legacy, which was, I'm sorry, I love Bravo and I love Peacock, but this was a bit of a letdown. Someone shot their load a little too early. You gave BDE and you came up with a full three inches. So it was literally a whole lot of nothing. I was a little disappointed. It was a teaser. And all it did was it had all of their names, Ramona, and then it had, you know, a sound bite from Turtle Time Kelly. And then it has her jelly bean quote, Luann, don't be all uncool. Uh, and then some random one from Kristen. I was like, oh, Kristen had iconic lines. I didn't know. Well, congrats. Editors really had a scrap for that one. But all it does is it shows us their names and then it says New York Legacy coming soon. And I'm like, coming soon you came too early like i don't even know like we don't even have a release date we have no like clip like at least give us like a little clip of all the girls together or give us sound bites from the trip you know out of context it sounds really juicy something interesting i was a little disappointed in the roni legacy teaser because it didn't it, it didn't tease anything other than tell us who's going to be 
on the trip, and we already know who's going to be on the trip. So, um, OC, Noella. You know her. We like Noella, right? She was crazy. She was cry, cry. She was married to um, Big D, Spina, BDE. She was <laughs> married to uh, Sweet James. You see his billboards all over Los Angeles and Orange County. So she is no longer with Sweet James. We saw that play out on, on OC. But now she's engaged to Total Diva star Bobby Shibensky. He's a cutie. Listen, he looks like he knows like his way around her sex dungeon. So good for him. She got a nice big fat ring. I don't know how real that ring is. It might be like a, a Randall scandal sort of situation with Lala's ring. Um, but cute. Good for her. She found herself someone to to put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Mm. Which I finally realized what my housewife's tagline would be. It came to me yesterday. Because obviously, like, you would see my life, you would see my my work life, my personal life, my dating life, all the things, right? And, like, if cameras followed me for this year, my tagline would be, I don't need a husband. I already have yours. Which is a cute little nod, um, especially since we announced our my show at the Bourbon Room. I'm announcing some very special guests on Wednesday. That's tomorrow. You'll get the first tier of guests. And then you'll get some of the juicier guests as we get closer to the event. But get your tickets now at nofilterlive.com, live at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, November 19th. Um, outside of Noella getting engaged, it looks like Tinsley Mortimer is also engaged. Both were spotted online with rings on. Tinsley is expected to marry a man named Robert Bovard, according to page six, next month. So good for her. Tinsley is now living her best life. It doesn't seem like she'll be coming back to Bravo anytime soon. We know she was supposed to do Ultimate Girl Strip Season 3. Pulled out. Didn't want to do it after all. Wants to live a quiet life. And you know what? Good for her. Good for her. I'm all about it. Okay. Um, shall we... Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, shall we discuss the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City trailer? Because it looks juicy, baby. And then we'll talk about Scandiball. Scandy balls. Oh, also Lisa Renna, the trailer for um, American Horror Stories. I believe it's dropping on Halloween. So there's American Horror Story. That's the one that stars Emma Roberts um, and Kim Kardashian's in that one. And so American Horror Story is like one long season. And it has one main storyline that we follow through. American Horror Stories, I believe they're they're short. It's a miniseries. And it's going to be on Hulu. And it comes out. And Lisa Renna's in it. And she actually looks great in it. She looks like she's going to fucking kill it. Good for Lisa. Serena back on TV, not in reality TV, because I feel like some people were kind of like done with her reality TV world. But as an actress, listen, she's an actress before she's a housewife. So there we go. Is good. Um, that said, let's discuss this trailer for Salt Lake City because it opens up and it's like happy birthday, and we're um someone's birthday it doesn't I don't know whose birthday it is but we see all this drama it looks like there's a lot of drama surrounding Monica something that somebody says maybe we're talking about the husband I don't know what we're talking about or what rumors we've spread out but you just see Monica and she's breaking down and Lisa Barlow's like what are you doing you're going into the restroom are you looking for my ring my ring it's $60,000 have you seen my ring and Monica's in the bathroom crying and so then you see the girls and they're all wearing terrible, ugly sunglasses. And Meredith is like, if you accuse me of doing something, you better watch out because I might just do it. Is that a threat? Boom. It's a promise. No, that's she doesn't say it's a promise. That was Heather. Um, 
Heather Dubrow. And then we see more drama between Whitney and Heather, which I'm kind of over. I'm over the cousin drama. And Whitney's like, you exploited my sexuality. It's like, girl, you're on stripper poles and doing scenes with your man naked in the bedroom, painting all over each other. Like, let's not act like Heather did any. Like, I normally find Heather pretty annoying, but like, you know, swipe left. Then we get Mary. And Mary, it's like, don't trust anyone. Don't trust no one. And Mary's looking pretty good. I don't know if she has some work done, but her something about her is different. Her hair looks better. Her face looks good. Like she is killing it. That's a compliment. That's not shade, but it's a compliment. And then we just see that Meredith looks like she's in the hot seat. I hear that there's a plot twist that comes by the end of the season. Um, and that maybe Meredith may be in the hot seat, but I feel like she may be vindicated by the end of it. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know details, but just from little rumblings that I have heard, I'm pretty sure um, they're, they always do this in the trailers, right? We have to come to expect it. They tease, they tee up something and then boom, plot twist. It's something else. So we'll have to watch that play out, but I'm surprised that we're already getting a mid season trailer. Are we already at the mid season? We're only on what episode six. So are we only getting 12 episodes, 13 episodes? I personally like a shorter season. Um, but that just means our Wednesday night recaps of Salt Lake City are going to, they're going to die down. The Vimmers about the husband. I guess somebody's finally talking about the Vimmers. But that does make me a little sad that we're already at the, the tail or we're already approaching the mid-season, which means we're going to be taping the finale or not the finale. We're going to be taping the reunion soon, which went by so fast. It's it, But I do like shorter seasons, especially with like the jam-packed schedule that we have with Beverly Hills and Potomac and Miami. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be busy. And I'm ready for Vanderpump. When is Vanderpump coming back? We need Vanderpump. Okay? We need Vanderpump. I might be doing something with the Vanderpump star recently. You may see someone at the bourbon room. You never know. Get your tickets. Don't forget. Get it, get it, get it. Um, should we talk about Sandy Balls? Scandival. 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 Okay. Well, before we dive into Scandaval, a crazy schedule can make it easy to fall back into your dinnertime recipe rut. Keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. HelloFresh does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep, pre-portioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards, I love it because it literally has like, here are the ingredients. Here's what you need. Here's what you need to do. Like, I like instructions. I'm very regimented when I'm told I normally am a very control freak, but I like that HelloFresh can tell me exactly what I need to do. So it can just kind of take the ease off of my, take the pressure off of my shoulders so that I have a little bit of ease. And you can turn to HelloFresh Market for yummy add-ons and enjoy season's limited edition fall flavors lineup. You can feast on desserts like apple cider cake with caramel sauce, or there's the crowd pleaser appetizers like barbecue pulled, barbecue pulled pork nachos. They also have mini pumpkin cheesecake, which is a perfect little me time treat. If you want a little me time treat and feel fall and festive, I love getting a fresh box with all of my meals ready to cook. My brain always has way too many tabs open, so when I can easily not have to think about what's for dinner, life just moves like a breeze. 
So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50NoFilter and use code 50NoFilter for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 550NoFilter and use code 50NoFilter for 50% off plus free shipping. It's America's number one meal kit, guys. So go give them a try, okay? Also, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, okay? So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid for your next paycheck. You can use it for a special night out, like, you know, one of our no filter night outs, like Friendsgiving. Um, or, you know, if you're like me, I've got two growing little pups, so an unexpected trip to the vet can pop up at any time and you want to be ready. You never know when life's going to happen and you're going to need a little advance. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. So download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in no filter under podcast when you sign up. It really does help the show and I would appreciate it. That's no filter under podcast. Subject to your available earnings location, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Okay. Let's get into the tea. All right, Sandy Balls. So I don't know if anybody's watching Special Forces, but if you are watching Special Forces, get ready because it's getting juicy. So Special Forces, where they take a bunch of celebrities, it's on Fox. They take a bunch of celebrities. They put them in this like military-style training. They have these instructors boot camp instructors, I guess that's what they're called, right? And so they put all of these celebrities through a variety of different challenges. We've seen celebrities already dip out. Sandoval's good at dipping out, but he's surprisingly still in the game. I think we're, what, on episode six of Special Forces now? Are we? Five, six? Um, but he was the center of this week's episode. And he really is is starting to, we're starting to see the cracks. We're starting to, to see him break a little bit. We had like Tara Reed, who like, I knew from day one, Tara Reed was not going to make it. She's like little and frail and she looks like a little frail bird. And she was never going to make special force. I was like, why did we put this woman in here? Obviously she did it for the paycheck. But I like that we kind of see them break down physically, but we also kind of see like the vulnerable emotional sides of them. And not only do these, you know, boot camp instructors, not only are they like breaking them down physically, but they're also breaking them down emotionally and getting them to be more vulnerable. So Tara Reed's gone. Brian Austin Green is gone. I'm surprised that Jojo Siwa, wasn't she on Dance Moms with Abby Lee Miller? Which, by the way, I'll tell you about Abby Lee Miller when I see when I uh, do this Friday's uh, special bonus episode for No Filter Plus. Um Jojo Siwa is still in the game. Very surprised. But I mean, you can tell like the Olympians and the uh, even the Bachelor dudes, right? We have Tyler Cameron and Nick Vile. Even them, I'm not entirely surprised because they're tall men. They're buff men. You can tell they're very active. Like they're, you know, they can keep up with it. Sandy Ball is like, he can keep up with it as well. 
Jojo Siwa, I'm surprised is still there. Brian Austin Green, I'm surprised dipped out early. Jack Osborne, I'm kind of surprised is still there. But I feel like Jack Osborne's got a little bit of grit to him. But so there was a new episode this week. And there was a challenge where they had to beat the shit out of each other. That was really the challenge because the instructors are like, listen, life's going to happen and life's going to beat you up. And Tom, I know Ariana didn't beat you up, but you never know when one day somebody's going to come and they're going to beat you up and you need to be ready for it and you need to push through it. So they literally have to gear up. They put on some gloves. They put on a protective face gear and then they just have to beat the shit out of each other and they have to go and they have to go hard. And the, the premise of the mission, the assignment, the project, I don't know the challenge, I guess is what we would call it, is you have to fight as if you're fighting to kill. So that if you're ever out on the field and shit goes down, you can fight to save your life. And so you're basically just really going hard at each other until they say stop. And when they say stop, you stop. And then they'll pick a winner and then they'll pick a loser. And they're very clear about there's not everybody gets a trophy here. Okay. Not everybody gets a hand job. Nope. If you win, you win. And if you lose, you're a loser. You're fired. It's raw. So we have Tom Sandyballs, and he has to face off against Nick Vile from The Bachelor, and him and Nick go at it. And they're going hard, and Sandy is really just, like, beating the shit or trying to, to really beat up Nick. I was surprised because Nick seems like a pretty tall, buff dude, but he's like, I'm a fighter. I just don't fight with my fists. I fight with my heart. Which, by the way, I'm listening to his new book. Or I guess it's not new. It came out a while ago. But I'm listening to Nick's book. He has the the Vile Files podcast, which is great. But he has a book out um, called Don't Text Your Ex on His Birthday. And so it's it's a book about dating and relationships, like how to be a better dater and how to ha- how to um, find a better picker and how to get out of situationships and first dates and all that sort of stuff, right? Because I'm like, okay, I think I need to work on my personal life a little bit more. And so I'm doing a little introspective, introspective work. Um, and anyway... He, Sandoval really went hard at Nick to the point where the instructors were like, stop, 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 like enough. And Sandy just kept going hard and going hard. And then they got in trouble. He got in trouble because they were like, you didn't listen. You're supposed to listen, little girl. And so he didn't listen. And so they had, they made him fight again. And they're like, you know what? Guess what? Now you get to fight again. And now you're going to fight Jack Osborne. And his dad is Ozzy Osborne. So you know he's got a little bit of Satan inside of him. And he's going to fuck you up. And he did. Because Sandy Balls, which to be fair, when you have to go hard and fight, 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 fight. And then you don't really get a break. You have to immediately jump into the next fight and go equally as hard. Like, yeah, it's going to kick your ass. And it did. And Sandy Ball won against Nick, even though he got in trouble. But then he lost against Jack. And Jack's like, I do jujitsu, you know. Tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian and I ain't fucking scared of him. She likes to touch me. Woohoo. But so he loses and then he breaks down because they go to take a little pee. And while he's peeing, he's like, I'm so sad. And they're like, it's okay. You know, he's like, I just feel so defeated. And 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 they're like, it's okay. We ended, Like one of the other contestants is, I don't remember who it was. I think he's like a, a skier. I don't know. He does something with sports and you know how great I am at sports. But so he's like, it's okay. It was meant to beat you down. Like anybody would get beaten down because you had to do two fights back to back. And Sandy's like got blood all over his face. You got blood on your face. Big disgrace. All over the place. We will, we will rock you. Then Sandy Balls has to go in and meet with all the instructors, all the boot camp dudes. And they're like, 
you're going to sit down and you're going to talk to us about what the hell that was. And Sandy's like, I don't know. I just have a lot of like anger inside of me and my life has been so fucked up and turned upside down. And then everybody on the show, all the contestants are like, why is your scandal such a big deal? They don't say Raquel's name. There's no Raquel and there's no Rachel ever mentioned on Fox at all, which I find interesting because you know he's when he's telling these stories, he has to be talking about her. And we know at one point, I don't think, I don't know if this is aired yet, but we know Vic, Nick Vile said that at one point, Sandoval brought in photos of Raquel, Rachel, and I, it's a very interesting editing choice to completely edit her out to the point where we don't even hear her name. Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. You acting kind of lame. Say my name, say my name. So nobody understands why the scandal is a big deal. But he, we do hear Ariana's name. Like he does say me and Ariana. Um, he does say that he had an affair, but we don't hear about any of the details or any of it. Um, and then he talks about how it was really hard because um, he's sitting down with the boot camp dudes and they're like, why do you have, like, why didn't you stop when we asked you to stop? What is this pent up rage that you have inside of you? And he's like, well, I had an affair. She's on Vanderpump Rules. And it was just the perfect storm. My publicists had never seen anything like it. And he's like, a reality star having an affair on CNN? It's so stupid. And it became this Team Ariana thing. God. They sold $200,000 in merch in like two weeks, bro. Seeing people I've been friends with for decades just turn on me. It's just so exhausting. And then they clap back at him. And they're like, listen, Sandy Balls, we get it. We get it. You feel bad for yourself, but you're not a victim. You need to take accountability for what you did and the situation that you put yourself in. So at this point, mm -mm 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 -mm. not today, Nick. Not today, ankles. Not today, white nail polish. So, because, yeah, it's like, come on. You can't come in and be like, they made $200,000 on merch. Yeah, send it to Daryl. I don't give a shit. I bought it. I just think Sandoval's needs to chill, okay? Chill. Take accountability. Do some introspective work. Look at your life. Read Nick Vile's book. I'm sure it'll help. I would love to see Tom Sandoval on Nick Vile's podcast, actually. I think that would be a great collaboration. But so he, you know, says that he wants to be on the show to punish himself. Understandably, right? Like he's angry at what his, his life has become. He's He did take accountability. I think at this point he's really taken accountability. He's apologized. He said, sorry. You know, I like I at this point, I'm like, OK, I think he's you know, try, like, he's still going to have to, like, do a lot of work to, like, earn the public's, you know, I don't even want to say likability back, but, like, you know, it's, he'd screwed up, but, and it took him a while to really face it, but it seems like he really wants to face it, which my thing with Raquel, with Rachel, is, like, I just don't feel like there was any accountability. She really tried to turn herself into the victim on Bethany's podcast, the number one podcast in the entire galaxy, and I just, I wasn't a fan of that. I'm, like, have some, take some accountability and then move forward, right? Face your problems head on and then move on. Turn yourself into a victim. I'm sorry. I know everyone's like, oh, but she's, she's innocent and she's, you know, she was taken advantage of. It's, no, she's a fucking 30 year old grown ass woman that made a mistake she, or actually not just a mistake. She made repeated choices. So when somebody makes choices, I mean, I will say we all got a little carried away and we were all coming, myself included. I came at them very hard. Um, but I can only go based off of what you give me. My job is to, to react and to comment on things. 
and all I can react to is what you give me. It's a, it's a game here, right? You throw the ball to me, I throw the ball back. I just happened to throw it right at her face, and I apologize. I shouldn't have been right at her face. Like, you know, that wasn't very, I wasn't the nicest, but she just kept putting her foot in her mouth and like making things worse. And then the Bethany interview was like the final nail in the coffin. And I'm just like, I can't, you could have come back to the show. You could have had some redemption. You wanted more money. You made it seem like the network burned you. Um, all cause you want to be part of Bethany's reality reckoning. And what happened with that? Nothing. Nothing happened with the reality reckoning. All the reality reckoning did was cancel her. It ended Bethany. It was her real. That was the. That's what it was. It was. It was her opportunity to look at herself in the mirror and realize, wow, I'm an idiot. So. There's that. Uh, let's talk about Real Houses of Orange County. We got some new casting news. So according to the TV Deeds podcast, all of the ladies are expected to return for the new season. I'm not mad at that. I think Tamara brought the heat. I thought it was good. I think she got everyone working. I enjoyed the season of, of OC. The reunion was a little lackluster, but also it's like, I don't know. I've come to like not really love and appreciate reunions because all they really do is rehash everything that we've already watched play out. So sometimes there isn't much resolution. I like that there was resolution by the end of it, by the end of part two. But now we get to see Shannon and her DUI sort of play out. Um, I'm kind of here for it. I think Housewives should maybe shift into like the hills or I mean, not the hills in the sense of like um, uh, how produced it was, but in the sense of like following these people throughout the year, not like filming for three months and then going dead for the rest of the time because we're seeing all these scandals continue to break out that it's like we want cameras rolling and we want more footage in real time and with the hills because i know i had audrina patridge on a couple months ago and she was telling me that they filmed the hills year round they were constantly filming that show so they were catching i mean again a lot of it was produced or became a lot more produced the longer the show was on the air but i think they should keep cameras rolling i mean obviously that would be really expensive but it would just bring such richer stories that kind of here for um vicky Vicki Gunvalson, she was just on Access Hollywood's Housewives Nightcap podcast, and she was telling them, she's telling Emily and Lauren that she won't be returning as a friend of, she said she wants to be all in or nothing. Funny that she wants to be all in, because all in is the name of Teddy Mellencamp's business. So she's like, I want the same position, same salary I left with, give me my money. She said, bitch, better have my money. Pay me what you owe me. So people seem to love and miss Vicky, so I'm like, why not? Um, I like Vicky as a friend. I think she's kind of great to come in, stir the pot, bring a little levity. Uh, but maybe it'll be worth it to bring it to bring her back full time. It worked for Tamara and uh, Heather when they each came back. It you know was a good thing. Helped the show. So we'll see. Will Smith, you guys, is reacting to Jada Pinkett's book. Her book is out. I believe it's out today. Maybe I should get a copy and we'll recap it. Um, maybe that'll be a Friday bonus, like a No Filter Plus episode, is a full recap of Jada's book. Like, I read it so you don't have to, um, which would be very generous of me because I'm kind of over her. Anyway, Will Smith emailed the Times because he didn't do like an in-person interview, but he actually did respond and it was on the record and he emailed the Times telling him that Jada, telling them that Jada's book woke him up not really sure what it woke him. It probably woke him up to the fact that they've been separated for the last seven years. He was like, oh, shit, news to me. Oh, I guess we've been broken up. 
I don't know. Jada's playbook never has any sense to it, but um, he basically said, or actually not basically, this is what he said. This is a direct quote that he wrote into the times. When you've been with someone for more than half of your life, a sort of emotional blindness sets in and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to their hidden nuances and subtle beauties. I don't know what that means. When you've been with someone for more than half of your life, a sort of emotional blindness sets in. When you lose your sensitivity to their nuances and subtle beauty. Uh, I mean, is he saying that about himself? Like, you know, she's lost her sensitivity to ice cream. She's lost her sensitivity to his hidden nuances and subtle beauty. Like, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Love me, Jada. Love me, love me. I don't know. Um, I think he's clearly not happy with her. Um, you know, we just had Femtera on the podcast and she says that she thinks that Jada might have like a secret lover and she thinks that soon that information will come out. I don't know. I just think their relationship is so sad at this point. Um, it's just not, not it. And it makes me sad. It makes me sad that, that we've, we've gotten to this place. So because I believed in love and now I don't know what I believe in, but it ain't love after Kyle and Mauricio and Will and Jada. But, oh, okay, this last one's a bit sad. Um, this last piece of news, and that's about Suzanne Summers because she passed away on, it was announced on Sunday, right? Um, and uh, we were doing our sour, was it our Salt Lake City recap or our sour challenge that I did with Josh? Um, it was one of them. I think it was a sour challenge because I was a little litty city and it, it was brought up in the live chat and I don't think I reacted. I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't react to it, like really react to it. Um, and then like, I actually like thought about it. I was like, oh my God, this is so sad. Like Suzanne Summers, like I loved Suzanne Summers. I loved her on Three's Company. I know that was a little before my time, but my stepfather used to like watching Three's Company probably because she had big tits. But I loved watching Three's Company for other reasons. And I, I always found her endearing. I loved how she was always on a very holistic path. Um, alternative health, alternative medicine was kind of a big talking point for hers. So I loved that, you know, fitness, anti-aging, all of those great things. Like I want to buy her anti-aging book right now. I love Suzanne Summers. Um, but so it was her husband, Alan, Alan Hamill. He is revealing, um, he revealed that she passed away of breast cancer in Palm Springs, which was right before her 77th birthday. I believe it was a day before. And he's sharing, you know, some of her final moments. He said that she died holding his hand. And I'm just like, oh, like, God, this woman is such an icon. And I don't think any of us expected her to go. I mean, was it really public that she had breast cancer? I know she's struggled with breast cancer in the past, but I didn't realize how far it had advanced this year because apparently it came back. But he shared how hard she fought and how she tried every single available treatment to her. But ultimately, her time came. And listen, when it's our time, it's our time. And we kind of just have to accept that. I've always believed that. Like, it doesn't matter how it's going to happen, whether you get hit by a bus, you slip in the shower, you get cancer. Like, your time is your time. Um, And it just means that you've fulfilled all the lessons that you came back onto this earth to learn. Um, And listen, she lived a great life, a full life, and she's going to leave an incredible legacy behind. My heart does break for her family. He also shared that she had fallen, I believe, down the stairs, and she hurt her neck a few months back and never fully recovered from that. So, 
you know, obviously cancer very much impacts your bones. Um, so I know that had to be challenging for her. And my love does go out to her family. I've learned a lot about cancer recently. Um, I guess I've never shared this with you guys, uh, not on the podcast, not publicly, but, um, oh, I don't even know if I want to talk about this, but I guess we're live. And, um, my dad, who's very young, still in his forties, late forties, uh, he was recently diagnosed with cancer and he has myeloma, which is a cancer in your blood plasma. So it's the kind you can't cut out. You know, it's the kind that's just kind of in there. Um, so he is on chemo. He's going to have to stay on chemo. They're trying to manage it as best as they can. It's been a really weird process for me. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's been weird. I'm sorry. I'm smiling and laughing. I'm, it's just when I get uncomfortable, sometimes I do that or I make really inappropriate dick jokes. Um, but yeah, I just, it's been a really weird and challenging, um, situation. Um, but so I've learned about how the cancer affects your bones because he's recently learned that there are a lot of things that he can no longer do. Like he used to be very active. He used to play softball. Um, you know, he would do a lot of active things that he's no longer able to do because he's a doctor. I probably shouldn't be revealing all this because this is like his business, but which is part of the reason I haven't shared any of this publicly is because that's his, you know, information. Um, but his bones, you know, hearing about Suzanne Summers and hearing that she had fallen and that her bones never really recovered. That's why I know the doctors have told my dad, like, he can't do the things that he used to do anymore, or he can't be as active as he used to be. He's still living life. I saw him recently on my grandfather's birthday. Um, and he seems to be doing well. Again, it's myeloma. So it's the cancer cells in your blood plasma. So it does affect the bone. I know it affected some of his bone. He had to it's been a journey, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy. You never know when life's going to happen. Right. So, um, I see a lot of people in the live chat that are sending really sweet messages and I appreciate that. I, I didn't share that with the intention of, um, asking for prayers or sympathy or anything, but I, I, I do appreciate that. Trust me. It, it means a lot. Um, Okay. Any closing thoughts on that note? Any closing thoughts, feelings, vibes, questions, tea that you saw that you're ready to to dish on? I'm going to be on Donna Bowling's podcast, uh, Daily Dose of Donna today. I'm also going to be, I'm supposed to be on uh, Patrick and Paul's podcast, Undressed. And I'm going to be this Friday, I'm on Access Hollywood's Housewives Nightcap podcast. I believe, um, yeah, I believe that's dropping on Friday with, uh, well, I guess I can't reveal who else is on that episode. Um, but you'll find out on Friday. You'll um, some, some familiar faces. But um, yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate all the love that you're sending me right now. I appreciate it. Um, okay. Well, on on that note, be sure to stay tuned. I'm going to be dishing Daily Dose of Donna Later today, I believe we're going, we're streaming at 11 a.m. Pacific. So in just a few hours, get ready. We're going to be talking about all the tea. You know I love me some Donna. Love me some Donna. Daily Dose of Donna, D-A-N-A. Woo, woo. Um, okay, well, I guess on that note, we shall wrap. Thank you guys for all the um, all the love in the club, all the good energy, all the good vibes. 
Thank you, guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. I will be here every morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 Eastern, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all week long, with a bonus episode that we'll stream. We'll tape it on Thursday night, so our regular Thursday nights will still happen, but those Thursday night lives will now become members-only lives that will stream on the podcast on Friday. So... If you're a member of the Zach Pack, oh, we got a new member of the a new member sign up. Heather, Heather Mack, Heather Mack became a member of the Zach Pack on YouTube. So if you want to watch the live stream and join in on the live chat, you can. We'll stream it Thursday nights, and then it'll be uploaded for No Filter Plus members on Fridays. So there we go. I love you guys. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Get your tickets to my No Filter Night Out, my friends giving. Guests will be announced on Wednesday. Some of my guests will be announced on Wednesday, and more to come. Okay, get ready. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. Follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Let's get it, get it, get it. Oh, crrr. Love you, mean it. Bye.